Greetings, programs, and welcome once again to another episode of Short Form the Podcast. I am your awesome pants host, Joe Loper. Thanks for joining me. I hope your holidays have been amazing. I hope you've had wonderful times with the fam bam. Hope your travel woes have been kept to a minimum. A lot of crazy weather out there, so hopefully you've been warm. I want to jump right into this week's episode. It's been a minute since I've made one of these, but we're going to jump right into things. This is usually the time of year after we've had enough eggnog and turkey and, you know, look at our credit card bill and fear the future. Usually when we start to take stock of things, you know, how has the year gone? How is how have things been good? How have things been bad? So forth and so on. And this is usually the time when we start thinking about, you know, New Year's resolutions. I'm going to promise myself to lose weight. I'm going to get a new job. I'm going to finish that paper, start writing that book, like whatever, whatever we're trying to do. And I found that although I think the intention behind it is commendable, we always want to improve our lives. I've started wondering, where does this come from? You know, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I am the curious cat. So I went down the rabbit hole here and did just a little bit of research, i.e. Googled. And what I found actually was kind of cool is that it's thought that the ancient Babylonians are the ones who came up with like the first version of New Year's resolution some 4,000 years ago. And they were also to hold like celebrations in honor of the New Year's. And the way they approached it was about, you know, making promises to pay their debts and you know, return anything that maybe they had borrowed, things like that. And the idea was that if they followed through with that, then they would be favored by the gods. And of course, this would continue and different civilizations would do differently. The Romans had a practice of this as well. They, obviously they, and the Romans, Julius Caesar is the one who re-established that January 1st would be the start of the new year because the Babylonians started at the new harvest. So that was right around March. And they would make sacrifices and promises to the god Janus, who was two-faced. And their look of that was that Janus looked forward into the future of the year, but also looked into the past. So kind of kept an eye on things. And then the Christians would adopt this as well. And so forth and so on. And everyone kind of made their version of this. And what I found was what seemed to me the theme overall is what went well, what did not go well, and what can I improve on? And we start making promises. But here's the thing. When you make a promise to yourself, it's a lot like using credit. Hear me out. Let's say that you can't afford something, or you just want to have a nicer version of whatever you can afford. So you finance it. We live in the world of finance and credit. So you put it on the card, you sign on the dotted line, whatever it is, you get the thing, and then you start paying for it. Or at least you start making payments on it at some point. Well, we know now more than anything that, especially in the U.S., debt and credit debt and student loan debt is crippling the entire country. And the reason I like to make that analogy is because it's kind of the same thing when you promise yourself something, I'm going to start this in the new year. In other words, When that day comes or when this moment comes, that's when I'm going to start. And what happens is 
we overpromise and underdeliver because how do, how do we even know what we're going to be doing, right? Because, okay, I'm going to do it then, and I'm putting off doing it because it's going to start then. It's, it's something that's coming for this new year. So I think one of the best ways to approach this is through the Stoics, because that's really popular right now. And my theory on the reason why the Stoics and Stoicism and pragmatism has become so popular is we live in a world of overabundance, or we've been living in a world of overabundance, and we've seen the toll that has taken on the world, on countries, civilizations, things like that. We've, we've overtaxed ourselves social media. We overwhelm ourselves with projects with, you know, desires, and, and even when it's a good thing, sometimes we push ourselves too far. So I think that's why the Stoics have become such a, a, new th- a, new, a new discovery for a lot of people, not that they're new. And just to put a, like, just to put a really fine point on the idea of New Year's resolutions and how can we actually do better with this. So, so instead of promising yourself you're going to start then, do it right now. And this is what Epictetus, I love that, I love that name, says about it. First, say to yourself what you would be, and then do what you have to do. That's it. That's it. Now, obviously simple in practice, and much more difficult, and, you know, much more difficult in application. But the idea there is to start the activity, to start the book, to start the new, the new workout routine, whatever it is, planning your move, planning to start a new relationship, end an old relationship, whatever it is, you start right now. You don't promise it to your future self. You don't take out debt, emotional debt, future debt. Do it now. You start to take ownership of the movement and the idea when you have it, rather than you're excited about it or you feel like it's a need but I'm going to do it then. I'm going to put off starting this new thing rather than doing it right now. And again, New Year's resolutions are, you know, they're a good thing. They're there for us to improve our lives, to make amends and whatnot. But the best approach rather than promising the future is to do it right now. And the the benefit of this, the immediate benefit of this is that it sets your expectations much closer to reality, much closer to where you can actually, you know, accomplish in the coming year. Because if you put it off into the future, you're putting your expectations off into the future. And as human beings, we love to overpromise ourselves, like I said before, but also, you know, overgrandize. Like, ooh, I'm gonna get in the best shape. I'm gonna I'm gonna write this book in three months, six months, whatever it is. Like we overpromise to ourselves. If you start right now, even if it's in the planning stage, I'm going to do this thing. And you start figuring out how to make that thing a reality. Your expectations get a serious reality check. It's like, oh, it might take me just a wee bit longer than I thought it was to get, you know, the first few chapters done or the research done or whatever it is. Or, you know, in order for me to make this move, I'm going to have to save up a little bit more money than I thought I would. It doesn't take away from the momentum it adds reality to it. And then you can sit there and decide, okay, well, here's the things I've got to do to get there. Suddenly you've gone from an idea, a potential new year's resolution to action. You're doing it right now. And it gives you the ability to start making those steps of how you get there rather than again, you know, 
putting it off to the future. Because ultimately what you want to do is you want to make your life better. And I've talked about this before, where we want to have agency in our own life. And I think a big part of that is not only, you know, obviously improving our life, but we want to have purpose. We want to have direction. I want to know where I'm going and why I'm going there. And the best way to do that is to sit down and decide how you're going to get there. Almost everyone can say, if you sat somebody down and say, well, what do you want to do this year? Or what would you do if nothing were in your way? That's one of my favorite questions to ask people. Because a lot of times I'll be talking to either, you know, young actors or young photographers or somebody who's just starting a business or whatever it is. Either it's a mentoring session or, you know, just a conversation. doesn't matter what it is. And we'll talk about what they're looking for to do. And almost immediately they come in with all the challenges and things they face, which are very real. But then I ask, okay, where would you be or what would you be doing one year from now, three years from now, five years from now, if nothing was in your way? Not that it would be easy, but what if you knew you could overcome everything that came against you or you knew that you could overcome whatever challenges were going to be presented to you? Even when you made a mistake or screwed something up, you were still going to be able to move past that. What would you do? And actually have them write it down, you know, one year, three years, five years. And this is after we've talked a little bit about, you know, I've let them talk a little bit about how they were going to do things and, and listen to their, their feedback and their self-talk. And almost always, every time, their goals skyrocket. And we have to put a little bit of a check on that and be like, okay, I think that's a little much to do in one year. This you might be able to do in three years. And then five years, people tend to need a little bit more of a goal in five years because it's so far away, it's hard to kind of put that in perspective. But all of this is about deciding the direction you're going to go in and why you're going to go there and then how you're going to go there. And New Year's resolutions, I think, are how Americans specifically, I, th I know this is a global thing, but Americans specifically because we live in a country of abundance. We live in a country of over stuff. Like we just have so much stuff. We have so many things. We have so many services. Everything is available to us almost 24-7 and almost everything is available online. You can almost have everything delivered at this point. So the idea is, is to move past the future possibility. You know, I'm going to get to this. Here it comes. What happens in the you know intervening week or two weeks or a month or whatever when something comes up and it's like, oh, it's going to do this thing, but this thing came up. Well, maybe I'll get to it in like March. Maybe I'll get to it in spring or... Maybe that'll be a next year New Year's resolution. How easy is it to lose momentum? It's the easiest thing in the world to fall behind on a promise you made to yourself or a promise you made to someone else because life gets in the way. And once we get busy, once something else comes up, it's so easy to justify slowing down or quitting altogether. That's why actually so many New Year's resolutions go unfulfilled. I think the statistic is like 85% of New Year's resolutions don't happen or you know, people will start and then give up at a certain point. And I think the quote, I think the quote's attributed to Bill Gates, where he says, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10. And I think that quote is actually from someone else. I think that's a derivative of something else he heard. But there is so much truth in that, because most people think that they can accomplish going to the moon in a year, but then they, they lose sight of what they could do in 10 years. Well, really, 
Going to the moon is the 10-year goal. The one-year goal is building a team and figuring out how to put together the package of learning how to go to the moon, like the baby steps. But the thing is, once you get through those baby steps, and I tell this to my young actors and my young photographers that I teach and coach, is that you have to get the foundations right and you have to lay them firmly. Because once you do that, no matter what you do in the future, you'll have the foundations to fall back on. You'll be able to pick up the pieces and start going forward again or overcome the challenges. And even if something doesn't come against you, you'll actually make that much more progress quicker because you have those foundations laid, right? Marcus Aurelius, just to sum this up, you could be good today, but instead you chose tomorrow. That to me is a great summation of what a New Year's resolution is. I'm promising to do it tomorrow, but I could be great today. I could be so good today. And it doesn't matter how much progress you make or how little progress you make. The point is you make progress. Because just like compound interest on a good investment, the more you put in, it starts adding up. And over time, it starts compounding that interest. And it's actually making money on itself. And the same thing goes from your efforts, and the same thing goes from choosing to start today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that was helpful. I hope that's a great way to start your new year. Don't put it off. Start crack a lacking today. Whatever your goals are, make them real, make them realistic. Set them in stone, write them down. There is so much science behind writing it down and seeing it in your own handwriting, making it reality. Plan how you're going to do it and start today. A little bit of progress every day and you're on your way. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. All the holidays. Happy Hanukkah. And I wish you the best and I'll catch you guys in 2023. Thanks for listening.